Welcome back to the Graveyard Shit Podcast. Uh, we have something that's going to be a little... Uh, divisive, to say divisive, to say the least. Yeah, we're covering the new Halloween, Halloween Ends. <laughs> and, uh, you know, sufficient to say we got two people here who really liked it and two people who didn't. So, you know, we're, this should be interesting. So, um, everyone, introduce yourselves. Let's let everyone know who's here. I'm BDG Reviews, and you all know me, I think. I am, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, as always, Will, down in the Quebec City, Canada. I'm I'm one of the two that hated this shit, so. <laughs> I'm Nudie from the uh, NFW Podcast. It's been a while since I've been here, and I'm glad to be back. And I also did not like this film. <laughs> <laughs> Rob from Georgia, or VHS82 apostrophe from Body Bags, and uh, I did actually like this film, so this ought to be fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I want to I just start off right right away. Did we all see this in the theater? Yeah, I saw it in the theater, yeah. I did. I did, too. What about you, uh, Neil? No, I didn't want to waste my money because I knew it was going to be shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> okay. Uh, how many times did did we all watch it? I watched it three times. <laughs> three times. You must really I, hate it. I, well, I, I was trying to. I was trying to like it, dude. I I've watched it <laughs> once, honestly, and I'm I'm still just perfectly happy with what I saw. <laughs> yeah, you don't need two more watching. 
<laughs> I, I saw it. I saw it uh, in the theater, and then I just subscribed to Peacock the other day, so I could see it one more time before tonight. Nice. Is there anything else on Peacock? You know, that's remotely interesting. Actually, actually Monsters uh, uh, series is on there. The old uh, Monsters for Star Wars. Yeah, that's cool. And, and a Company of Wolves. I saw that was in there. That's they don't got Ooh. a bad horse. It's not. It's not bad. Do we have like a lot of horror movies? I don't know yeah, if you see five, but I mean, I was surprised at some of the titles. I mean, a Company of Wolves is the one that jumps out at me, but uh, yeah, yeah. Hold on a sec. I, I just got to do something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll be back. All that. Well, I didn't take long. <laughs> I've only seen the movie once, by the way. Oh, okay. I'm doing it, doing it this week on NFW. So I'm gonna have my okay. rant tonight. My rant, my rant on Tuesday. <laughs> cool, cool. Uh, any hype? Were you all hype, or did you just? I honestly, I I was trying to go in with the least expectation as possible. Yeah, well, I had heard rumors of what was going to happen, but watching the trailer, you sure shit wouldn't have known that, now would you? The whole fucking trailer was two minutes of Michael Stalk and Laurie. <laughs> yeah. <Nice one. laughs> I mean, so you would have no idea that that's what you were watching. Now, see, I actually, for once, avoided uh, the trailer entirely till after the film, so I, I see all that angst now about that, but uh, hype? No, uh, definitely not, uh, because I have not been hyped at all about this entire trilogy ever since the moment it was announced, um, and so uh, I would say about a day day or before I was going to, me and my son were going to go see it, um, I, I started to hear, uh, I started to hear some people close to body bags in or around our, our conversation, um, that really were liking it a lot. And so I wouldn't say I, I started to really get amped amped, but I did start to, I did, I did start to wonder out loud. Huh? I, I wonder if I'm actually going to enjoy this. And I did. <laughs> was there any word around body bags? Was there any, <laughs> anyone who was like, no, that, that, that was shit. Actually, actually, no, not the few that uh, had actually got a chance to go. Yeah, uh, had seen it. That's um, surprising because I mean, it's like half the intern that fucking hates it, and I know. half like, it's that's, that's freaking aggra aggravating. I mean, you guys can you know not like this for whatever reasons, but I know you'll have reasons, and that's that's fine. But you know, I mean, the internet these days is just—I mean, it's like I don't know—it's like people want to jump on crap to hate just just to hate i mean you you think people were hating on rob zombie's uh monsters movie even before the freaking thing was made that's yeah. a little aggravating i just started true? hating on it when i saw the trailer <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i know you like rob zombie but i'm sorry man <laughs> the guy needs to stick to music i don't know he's pretty good oh uh, you too huh yeah, yeah. Who like this movie or on on, zomb on zombie train? Oh yeah, I mean, honestly, <laughs> rejects one of the greatest movies ever. So yeah. well, I agree with you there. The Devil's Reject movies, all, even Three from Hell, I enjoyed all Lord of them. I even like thirty. I even like thirty-one a little bit. But 
the I can't get into that the Halloween movies. I mean, we've talked about them ad nauseum, but the that other one, the the witch one. Oh, good lord, that movie. I saw Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo's uh, Aquaman in there. That was it. You don't. You don't <laughs> like. Um, you don't like the Lords of Salem. No, I'm not a I'm not a fan of that kind of his kind of stuff there. Well, it's my favorite. Maybe I need to rewatch it. Maybe, but I mean, I only it, gave I only watched movie. half of it because I couldn't stand it. Maybe yeah. I should give it another another chance now that I'm a few years older. Yeah. <laughs> give it another chance. It's definitely one of his more like creepy movies to say the least. Maybe well, the, the, the atmosphere too. I, I mean, this mm. movie is all about the atmosphere. It's slow as fuck. Right. Yep. But we're not talking about Lord of Salem, no, are we? Get the show on no, the road there, Mr. Cool. Will. Get this. Get it going. Glenn's <laughs> back. We're all ready to roll. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, so I guess we... we uh, Well, brief synopsis, anyone? Uh, yeah. Synopsis. <laughs> How <laughs> we <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, um... <laughs> I think, let's be honest, by this point, pretty much everyone will have seen it. Yeah, I think we can go full, uh, yeah, full and spoiler, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah uh, the people who listen to all our shows are, have seen this movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, first of all, uh, I'm going to go first, if you if you want me to. Yeah, go for it. Man, I, I was like, because I've read, like, the, the script that leaked online before. Because mm-hmm. I was like, no way this is, like, legit. No way this will be it. It's too dumb. It's such a departure from what we had in Kills. So I didn't really believe in it. And, man, I tell you, by the 10th minute marks, or even just the beginning, I was like, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused by what they were. Oh man, I couldn't believe it. But anyway, you know, I I, I thought maybe you know some things would have been like you know changed around or you know maybe some reshoots because I heard there was like reshoots for this movie and shit. So I was like maybe like. Further down the line, this movie won't be what the script was, you know. Mm. But god damn it was. <laughs> and man, wow, I, my jaw dropped, you know. I, coming out of the theater, I was like, what the fuck was that, dude? <laughs> what the hell, you know. I'm a huge, huge, huge Halloween fan, you know. Look, look behind me, you know. You know me. Mm. And... I wanted to lo- to love this movie so bad. I was like, it's still probably the last time we'll get like Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, against the shape. And I was like, ah, oh, this they can't they can't possibly screw us up, you know. But God, man, they did, they did. That's how I felt. I felt betrayed, literally. <laughs> and thank, they did thank too. you. Baited to baited like from everything we saw, the trailer and shit. Man, this movie was like the adver- advertisement for this movie was so misguiding. It's incredible. That that is true. I got to say, well, the, the I will. Let me ask you some question. Well, yeah, if, if the trailer, if the trailer would have been more 
in in sync with what you were going to see, would you have just avoided it, or would you maybe have had a maybe a slightly different sense walking mm. up? But I think I think I, I no, I think I would have been like equally disappointed. But the fact that I saw the trailer and you know in my mind I was like ah oh, you know maybe it's not what I read you know it just made it worse even worse coming out of this movie like you know like I was like you know it was like a double disappointment I was already disappointed because I saw like what the script was and I was like like I told you with the trailer I was okay maybe it's not this and I go I go there, I see it, and it's exactly what it's exactly what the trailer was not, literally. It's mm. exactly what I read. It's uh, what I had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the initial thoughts, if you wanna go on anyone and then we will get more in depth into the movie and shit. That's how I feel about it. I felt betrayed and I... I the same feeling you have. That's what I have. By the time the movie ended, I, I was I was pissed, and I was I was numb. But that could have been the gummy. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck did I just watch? I couldn't believe it. And I, same as you, I felt betrayed, and I was just really pissed off. Like I couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe it. <laughs> The funny thing is, like, uh, I I knew going in it wasn't going to be, you know, what we were expecting. Because, I mean, hell, they they said that in interviews. You know, yeah, they let it be known, you know, that it wasn't going to be the same. What I didn't really realize, though, and I just kind of sort of figured this out recently. This entire trilogy has essentially been, like, a meta version of the original three movies. I mean, think about it. In Halloween 2018, even the font they used was the original Halloween font. You know, the Michael was like stalking people and everything, like the original movie. Then Halloween Kills comes around, and Halloween Kills uses the Halloween 2 font. And also, it's much more violent, which is exactly what happened with Halloween 2. Then Halloween yeah. 3 comes along, you know, Halloween Ends, uses the same font as Halloween 3, and is something completely different. I need more than fonts, dude, to appreciate, like, a trilogy. That's the thing. <laughs> I, the, the funny thing is, you know, honestly, this is, again, another situation of something that shouldn't have been part of a trilogy. Or like I this said, this should have been its own I, movie. Or or the first part, first part. You know, Michael. Yeah, was, uh, it, did, it didn't need to be the the end of a trilogy. No, that, that if they would have into they would have put the first hour of this movie interspersed into the first two movies to get yeah, yeah. we get where we are with the Corey character. That would have been I would have been fine with that. Then you could have had it unfold what what happened with Corey and all that shit, and then have a longer final battle between Michael and Jamie, which I think five, ten minutes that we got in this movie to me wasn't enough for a end of the whole thing. Oh, yeah. To, I mean, again, in a fucking, like, 
uh, kitchen, dude. I mean, the origi- originality <laughs> of their but, battle. Yeah, let's. Are we yeah. gonna go through like the whole movie? We, like, we we do got to admit though, there are a lot of the, this. This director has something with kitchens. I don't know what it is, but he's got like a kitchen fetish or something. I think so too. <laughs> anyway, so back on the initial thoughts, like every everyone had. So, what about you, Glenn? Well, yeah, you let, know, let, I mean, the, when the movie began, I mean, when let's say the, the first ten to twenty minutes, like, were you like, "Eh, the fuck is that?" Or were you like, "Oh, that's good. That's really good." I was like, "Oh, that's good. That's really good." <laughs> Honestly, because like the thing is, like I said. I knew going in that we weren't going to get what we were expecting. So as a result, you know, I didn't have that, you know, how can I put this? I knew it wasn't going to be the same, so I I just accepted it for what it was. Do you think it was going to be such a departure, though? I I didn't think it was going to be as much of a departure as it turned out to be, but, you know... Looking back on it now, and like I, like I was just saying about you know the whole like almost like meta aspect of it, it shouldn't have come as a surprise to me. I mean, I guess the only real I don't even want to say it was an issue that I had with it because I I'll say I had no problem. Hmm. Uh, I would have preferred if they'd had some more Michael stuff spread out throughout the movie as opposed to just, you know, what we got near, nearing the end. Yeah. Cause let's be honest. There is absolutely no fucking Michael in this movie. Well, <laughs> and when we see him, he's like, uh, he's like the fucking man. mummy. Oh dude. It, it's unbelievable. You, you don't see him till the, like the 50 minute mark. And even then it's a brief split flash by, as the, the guy was running out of the cave or whatever. Yeah, he gets his ass kicked. I, I just found <laughs> it really funny that they threw him off a bridge. This fucking guy gets beat up by a bunch of band geeks, and then he beats the shit out of Michael Myers. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he steals the guy's mask. Get out of here. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, you, you got to remember, though. I mean, at this point, Michael Myers is pushing 80. Oh, oh no, okay. dude! dude we, oh no, he's, not... he's bringing this in. No, he opened the, he dude, opened the can of worms right my, there. My, my dude is four years after kills. He was as like his fucking prime in kills. Yeah, but then think like about how, think of why how kills ended. Killing? Why the fuck oh. did he stop killing? And why did he get back after the kill, teaming up with fucking cheap ass scullery shit? Why did he go back into his sewer? He should be, like, <laughs> gaining power. Why is he going in the sewer to sleep and gets his ass fucking kicked and his mask stolen on top of it? Because this is what happens when you when you beat an 80-year-old man with, like, a, <laughs> like a, a, a fruit no. whisk or whatever oh. the hell that was they were like, carrying. Like, no fucking bullshit, my dude. No, man. I mean, like, he, like, I don't care how supernatural some, someone is. It's not supernatural. When people do Beat the living shit out of an 80-year-old dude. Okay, you know what? I'll, I'll give you this. Uh, a 76-year-old dude. Um, you know, he's going to have broken bones. He's going to have, a, like, internal what? injuries. 
No, here's the bro, thing. Bro, bro he wolfed and kills. He, he like, wolfed half a fucking yeah. pound. True. Anybody but would have been dead after that beating that that guy took. He had a knife on his back. He exactly. had stopped on the stairs before he went to get his mask. But tell oh, me this, my though. Lord. He gets out of that. He survived that for whatever reason. Use the supernatural element or whatever. Um, well, the supernatural elements doesn't seem to work really well. Uh, exactly. Movie, yeah. I mean, it's a dollar store uh, healing fast. <laughs> last week. But, so, man, seriously. I was, I was arguing with Heather. I was arguing with Heather because mm-hmm. we were talking about it. And I said, yeah, Michael fucking hulked up in the cave. And she's like, he did not. Now, did, what, right when they first got in that cave, or whatever mm-hmm. the hell they were in, he was literally walking like the mummy towards Corey, right? And the mm-hmm. cop. And literally, like, he was hunched over sideways. He's like, like the freaking mummy. And then Corey says, oh, show me how it's done. No, show me how to do it. And he just, like, he stabs the guy. He could barely stab him the first time, right? Then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, he, like, hulked up. <laughs> He got like his body straightened out. He got all his power back. Then he started stabbing mm-hmm. the shit out of the guy. And then yeah, Heather's like, he didn't hulk up. Right? And then like two two scenes later, he's back to the old decrepit Michael getting beat up by this kid. God, I'm sorry. <laughs> cannot, cannot buy it. I'm sorry. No, me too. That's bad, that's bad writing. Nah, man. It makes it's perfect sense. over the place for me. Anyway, anyway. How does it make sense? It makes perfect sense. Cause just, just check it out. Look. <laughs> okay. He's been living in there for like, say, say four years, like like we said. Okay. First of all, why? Yeah, exactly. Why? At the end of Kills, he just killed half the fucking town. Why would he stop in five, <laughs> four years? Right. It makes no sense. It makes perfect sense, man. Because despite... Yeah, you're going to say he was injured, but he wasn't injured at the end of Kills. He destroyed that town. He was in Superman mode. And then he killed the daughter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it doesn't make sense. It oh, does, man. I mean, the thing is, like... You know what? I'm going to go this. Adrenaline rush. Oh, fuck off. He was completely hyped up on adrenaline. He took the people out, and then afterwards, he crashed. <laughs> I, I love that, you're, that you like this movie works. so much that that's your that, argument. That's adrenaline. the thing. Dude, no. <laughs> that's how people work. And when all uh, said and done, Michael Myers is not a person. He's the demon with the devil eyes. True that. But he's still a human creature. You know, well, yeah, does he have, like, uh, something extra going on? Definitely. But when all said and done, he's still, a, like, a well, person. Well, that's exactly what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense, because he's got something a little extra going on for two movies, but definitely not in ends. This shit fucking disappeared. Oh, yeah. They, My they... man Mike goes a bitch in this movie. I'm sorry, but... Dude, the, the name Halloween Kills... Tells it like it is. They killed that part of him at the end of the movie. No, they didn't. Michael won in this movie. Mm, I think Michael... How can I put it? Yeah, he got the last laugh at the end of Kills. But he came off the worst for it. Like, there's a reason why he hasn't been seen for four years. Which is? That he was, you know, severely damaged at the end of Kills. 
okay, but if the fact that when my if Mike if when Michael kills he gets stronger and his body is like repairing itself and shit, man, his body is like fucking Hulk Hogan type of shit at the end of kills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's still <laughs> damaged. It's it's like this. <laughs> think of it. I can't this way. buy it. Dude, think of it this way. Someone comes along and, like, stabs someone in the hand, okay? In in the moment, you know what, maybe they're able to pull that knife out of their hand and stab the guy back or something like that. But in the next couple of days, that wound is going to get infected. You know, that that's not just going to heal itself. Anyway, you know? I, I don't buy it either. Um, honestly, <clears throat> you know I love you, Glenn, but... <laughs> No man, I I see it. I see the whole thing, and it's beautiful. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I, I can't. I can't come back at him. He loves the movie so much that no matter Ooh. what we try to argue, logic isn't gonna. It's gonna help. Hey, l- let me put it this way: it's my fourth favorite <laughs> Halloween movie. Oh, man, it might be the fourth from the bottom of mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, all this shit. Anyway, just to say that if like if they were gonna go this route with hands with Corey and shit, mm. well, might as well kill Michael at the end of kills. Suppose that. That's true. I mean, honestly, that. How can I put this? There's no way to put it. That is probably what they should have done. But the fact of the matter is, the, the 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 fact of the matter is, though, you know, would it have been would a third movie have been greenlit without Michael? Well, that's pretty much what happened. He's still in there, though. That's the thing. <laughs> the, like the thing is, the fact of the matter is, he's actually in Halloween Ends more than he is in the original Halloween. Oh yeah, I've heard that argument too. That, that is I'm not buying that either because the whole movie is through Michael Myers' eyes for the most that, part. That's true, but he's like actually on screen, physically on screen. You know, he's in it like I think it's like ten minutes they say and ends, and he's in it like nine and a half or something in the original Halloween. So well, then, that nine minute is way worth, way more worth my time <laughs> And the ten minutes and ends, if you ask. Yeah. And like the whole part, of, the whole first Halloween, he was it was about Michael Myers, not Corey and fucking Love on the Rocks. That's Johnny true. Loves Chachi. <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean the thing is like let's let's be honest. What what else could they do? Because I mean a good, a good movie. No, I mean think about this what from a log- from a, a logical point of view. You have a character who's a senior citizen. At this point, let's Are you talking about, about Michael. <laughs> he's really pushing that scene. Technically, I've heard it said technically he is supposed to be like sixty-five years old. Okay, so and, so not and it begs the question. It begs the question. At some point, at some point, does he not just die eventually? I mean, he doesn't, like, live forever. I mean, they pull the mask off him completely to buy into this movie, and this man looks like he ought to be in a nursing home. Yeah. He looks like he's past 65. He looks like he's, like, 80, 
85, 90 years old. He is barely <laughs> a shell of whatever was he was. I mean, this this is this is the decision to really move away from the supernatural aspect of his character into something that is actually more human you know, humanized, I guess. He he is more human in this trilogy than he probably has well, I mean, except for Rob's two movies. He is definitely more on the more human side of this in this trilogy. Mm-hmm. And, and so, therefore, there, there, there is, I mean, a limit to what or how far he, he is he's going to be able to go. I mean, it's just the way they wrote it. I mean, so I mean, the problem isn't really with this one movie. The problem is with the entire trilogy and it not being written out in a in a more coherent way. It, 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 all three pieces feel very disjointed, and I'm sorry, you lost me in 18 when they hyped up for a year about how they were going to ditch the sibling rivalry thing, and yet the whole trilogy revolves around the two people it, they were going to stay away from. Mm-hmm. You got the whole, that whole doctor thing in 18 that was absolutely just horrific in its character. Mm-hmm. The character, most of the characters and kills are absolutely freaking horrific. And besides, it's so freaking woke about when blind from watching that freaking movie. <laughs> third, the third film. Yeah. The, the third film, it, I, I mean, there are some positive things you can really say. This is easily the most character driven of David Gordon Absolutely. Green. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I got uh, some you, positive shit to say, too. Well, let me throw my opening shots out here. I was not a fan of this entire trilogy idea when, you know, and I know you guys aren't, you know, well, I don't think News a fan of uh, Rob's movies, but, you know, when we made that huge departure and then there was a little bit of silence and then suddenly you start hearing all the angst from the Carpenter side and this, you know, this whole guy moving for So you get into 18 and, you know, with all the problems, by the time you get through kills, I'm going to tell you, I'm sitting in the theater Friday night. And when we actually get into the opening scene with Corey, I was, I, I think, I think I started to really like it only because it, it, it was feeling a lot different than the other two. You get out, and I that whole opening scene. Whatever you feel about Corey, his character uh, in this film or in the trilogy, that kid really played a freaking good part. Yeah, I think the opening is brilliant, actually, and it does tie in, you know, into the aftermath of this town, you know, and I think they kind of pushed that a little bit to the extreme, you know, you know, whether through kills or or whatever. But I My thought. Point- I hated Jamie Lee Curtis in 18. I absolutely hated her character. I loved her character for the most part in Ends. She came across to me the Lori that I would have expected to meet in 18. Instead, what we really got in 18 was a terrible version of Taylor uh, Scout, Taylor Compton. I thought she freaking nailed it in H2. In terms of that kind of character in dealing with trauma. I thought she freaking nailed it. Mm. But I loved Jamie Lee Curtis 
in terms of much of this third piece, this was the Jamie Lee Curtis I expected. Mm. Now, I mean, we missed a terrible opportunity, you know, because story, you know, involving uh, pre-screenings with eighteen, and me and Glenn have talked about this ad nauseum, where, you know, it, it's been said that Jamie Lee Curtis or Lori is the one who, uh, who, uh, she's the one who pushed that bus off the road, allowing Michael to go free into the town. And it went freaking, did not do good in a pre-screening, so they freaking scrubbed it. And that's where the doctor character comes. And I thought from that point, a lot of freaking stuff doesn't make sense. But it does make a lot of sense if you see her as the one who instigates everything from the beginning. I mean, there is a lot of problems in throughout this entire trilogy, but I think why I like the last one is it felt, at least in its one piece of what they were trying to do in that one piece, it felt the most coherent. It felt the most character-driven. I bought into the characters. Uh, you know, is it, a, is, it a, is it a minor leap, or perhaps not minor, that, you know, four years later, why is, you know, other than the age factor and the worn-out factor and everything else, why is Michael just hiding out in a sewer? Who knows? They don't explain it at all. But the fact is, there is nonetheless. It's almost fate or providential that, you know, Corey is his character and their past will intertwine, and this will ultimately flesh out Michael uh, to where we finally have the great, you know, uh, the great epic moment that we're all waiting and hoping to see, which, you know, I could have really done without the funeral procession out of town to the car thing. I, I wish this thing would have stopped in the kitchen when the cops showed it, when Will Paxton's character showed up. I thought it would have been a great point just to end it right there. I don't think we necessarily needed the whole town in a therapy session walking out there <laughs> and seeing you know, his body. I just, I don't know. You kind of it kind of lost me to that a little bit, but I got what they were trying to do, how they were trying to write this thing out. I just think there is a lot of, a lot of things just aren't very coherent in this entire trilogy. And I, and I think a lot of it probably has more to do with not, not just being bold and I don't know, to just to write it out and do it the way you really want to do it. It just feels like they've been, he's been hampered by one thing or another. I don't know. But I, I mean, I, I like the whole thing, the whole interchange between Corey and, and, and it was just it was explained it all, but it was just this sense, did have that scene where Michael and Corey, when they first meet, where, where uh, you get the sense that Michael, you know, is looking into his eyes and it, it's almost like he sees a reflection uh, of that evil, you know, that evil that, and he doesn't know what to do with them. But, well, I got to ask you something, though. Because when you say coherent, you know, when you watch, uh, when you check out Halloween Kills, you know, the whole town is fucking rioting, and it, like, it must have been like some looting and shit. <laughs> During this Probably. And four years later, Michael is like a joke. Everyone, like, ooh, boogeyman. Like, Michael was a myth or some shit. Everyone moved on so quickly. No one's looking for him. No one is like anxious because Halloween is coming. No one is. No, doesn't make sense at all. I don't. I don't know. I mean, uh, my thought was always something along the lines of like, uh, 
when, when something like really horrible happens, you know, people sometimes tend to make light of it to deal with it. Like, I mean, how soon after nine 11 did people start telling nine 11 jokes? It was pretty soon. No, but I mean, it's not a killer on the loose, dude. It's not the same shit. Yeah, but at this point, you know, he's been gone for four years. They think he must be dead somewhere. Yeah, but she waited 40 years in fright behind a a locked up building with target dummies for 40 years. Yeah, but he he destroyed. Don't tell me he was only 30 back then. Oh, no, no, no. No, I'm saying at at that point. I know he's an old man. He's he's in he's like in, in jail. Like she knows where he is. You know, and she knows well, he's still exactly. alive. She knows where he is. Yeah. Why? Why I, was she even anxious and like all, uh, you know, paranoia and shit about about him? Forty years later, if he's been locked up for forty years, and she's like all traumatized, yeah. the guns and the locks on the door and shit, alcohol, and now, like four years after Michael, well, you know. Who knows who he is? Killed his daughter, and now everything's fine. Let's carve some pumpkin, do some sex joke and shit. Come <laughs> on, man. It, I, I, would, I would say that that's the one moment that felt really awkward. Was that was that joke that that she? That, yeah, that 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 to me felt that that felt really awkward. For the most part, I really liked her character, but that that was a moment that was a little I don't know, just didn't it well. well how can you explain that she moved on so quickly? She wasn't oh. able to do it 40 years after 78. Yeah, and now but, four yeah. years after kills, that night in which, well, his uh, her daughter died, and at the end, she's like, I'm coming for you, Michael. Okay. Visibly not. Yeah. She never did. <laughs> All I can think? coming for him. <laughs> All I can think is just the fact that up until that point, you know, you know, she'd been preparing for Michael and everything, and she got like the fight and everything. But until that point, she hadn't lost everything. You know, after after her daughter like ends up dead, which I'm really glad that they kept in because I hated her, and I'm glad she's dead. Um. <laughs> You know, now, you know, she asked her... (laughs) Well, I guess you're not the only one, because nobody seems to give a flying fuck about her dying in this movie. Exactly. Well, they shouldn't, because she sucked. (laughs) No, but, like, at this point now, you know, she has... She spent all this time, she thought, was, like, you know, preparing for when Michael eventually gets out, or, like, like, you know, when when he shows up again. You know, she's prepared her daughter and everything, but at this point... All of that preparation has meant nothing. She's lost her daughter. She's lost everyone in her family except for her granddaughter. So I think at this point she's just, you know what? It it didn't work. Everything I was trying. So I'm gonna try something different. And, and you know, this is four years later, so we're not given any contacts in terms of the first Halloween. Uh, you know, a year later, the second year later, the third year later. We're picking up four years later. So it makes it really convenient. Uh, you know, as writers to drop the character where you want them, regardless if it makes you wonder, how did we get here? Yeah. 
I almost wonder if the lorry we see in Halloween ends isn't the lorry that we should have seen in Halloween 2018. And the one we saw in 2018 would be the one we see now. It is the lorry we should have seen because when you, when they made that creative choice, I think wrongly to not allow her to push that bus off the road and be the main, you know, the, I guess the antagonist, I mean, really, that I mean, I just think that threw a really weird disruption in in the rest of it because even in even in this movie, I mean, we got a lot of people that blame her for you know several different angles. They blame her for you know. I mean, even one of them actually made the point to say uh, you know she she took she. Uh, uh, she jabbed a, a mentally uh, handicapped person or something to that effect enough and yeah. set him on the town. It's like every once in a while we're, dro- we're dropped this little sort of nugget that, that goes back to this decision. Had they allowed her, this would have been, I tell you, this would have been one of the boldest moves in the entire franchise. If she spent 40 years of her life waiting as and she is she told that uh will paxton's character you know praying that there's a transfer so she can be the one who drives that bus off unleashes them with the sole intent on killing him that if that if that is allowed to happen and it just goes bad i mean goes south and she has she has taken someone who has been locked up for 40 years and she has just now unleashed him on a town, and this allows you, I think, to really take her character in a really, really, really different way. But I agree with Glenn because they decided to back off of that in a big, major way. Now you have a Lorian ends, which, yeah, it's it's kind of I mean, maybe hard, not hard to explain the four year aftermath. But she does feel like the Lori that we should have had in eighteen. Uh, she really, she really does. I just think there's a lot of I don't know. There's a lot of quickly walking up to a certain point and wanting to do something and then quickly backing off. And maybe it's test screenings. Maybe it's, I don't know, who, whatever it is. There, there are a lot of uh, issues. I'll say well, this, this too. This, this movie, if I'm not wrong, was supposed to take place during the same night as Kills. That was what was intended. What was and it? COVID. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I'm thinking they they must have changed stuff up for that. I mean, obviously. I mean, well, you see that 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 could have made more sense if you had, you know, a Michael that is just, you know, what we saw at the end of Kills, all wrecked re- up and everything. That would explain a lot more what what does happen in ends if he was already damaged. Like and it was still fresh damage. That that I agree. You know, just you know, he fucks. He basically nukes the half the town, and mm. you know he goes into hiding to heal. But what doesn't make sense again with with uh, with what is presented to us and ends is why would Michael stop killing if it makes him stronger? Why? Why would he do that? It's like the, the when the, the when Cody shows up to this rich couple uh, couple's house, 
and Michael stabs the girl, uh, kind of like in a Bob way, if you want. Mm-hmm. Why is he going back in the sewer? He's supposed to be stronger. So why doesn't he kill more to be stronger? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't work. It's a clusterfuck of shit, dude. <laughs> the only thing that makes sense, you know, the only thing that makes sense is, and again, this movie feels, this movie feels like it really belongs in the in the same niche as, say, Par Five. It just has a weird quality to it, and it attempts to do some things. Because yeah, I remember. I mean, with every with every film, something people went after it for some something. I mean, five it was crazy Loomis. Although I love five, and it's grown on me. I really love what that movie tries to do. It's almost kind of like you know, and yeah, like anything in this franchise, it's a leap of faith. But it's almost like you know, his Michael is so. I don't. He's almost kind of like too overly curious as to this Corey and what is this Corey doing and and he doesn't ultimately you know completely go forward in doing what he normally does until of course he's standing over you know Corey's dead body and then it's you know it's it's just it's weird it's just not I don't I don't know yeah, how you explain something mad. like this better yeah, I thought it was interesting. I mean, that whole scene where where uh, Corey gets uh, locked out and there's nothing he can do, and she's gonna call nine, you know, nine nine one one, and there's nothing he can do about it. And he, I mean, his life is gonna come to an end. The play's gonna show up, but of course, Michael comes right in, knifes her to the wall. But and why would Mike? Why would Michael come? It comes. Were they like having like uh, you know a little? <laughs> You know, to chat before, like, oh, we're gonna do this, and then you're gonna comment at this moment. I heard in the novelization, which sometimes novels usually, you know, work off the original script. Uh, I heard that uh, the relationship between Corey and Michael is more—he's uh, more parasitical. It's like it's like Corey's feeding off of him. But you know, with a novel, you can develop that out way better than you can in a movie, and un- unfortunately, it just isn't. It isn't laid out there clear enough. And even if it was laid out there clear enough, people would still probably look at this movie the same way they looked at five, the same way they looked at three, or any other Halloween movie that they love to hate, H2 or whatever. It's got a, it's got a weird sense of vibe about it or uniqueness about it that probably, you know, who knows? People may be talking about this movie 20 years later the same way we, we kind of look, or at least some of us look back at three or look back at five or you know whatever I, lo- I love three and five but three you know it's not like oh the, michael is kind of in it you know but well yeah on the tv and shit but i mean he's not like <laughs> yeah. someone that we and, well first of all halloween three was never advertised to Thank have you. michael in it <laughs> No, but everyone assumed that it would, and that's why they hated uh, it. Unless you were a kid like me reading Fangoria, I mean, you you kind of had a little bit of a yeah I, trailers and shit. You had to catch them, I know, on the TV because you know internet wasn't around. But if you saw the trailer, there's absolutely no Michael. 
Yes, but remember, people are stupid. <laughs> I, well, I mean, we there's, like, no greater, there's no greater franchise than going from the end of Part 2 to the beginning of Part 4, so I mean... Mm. <laughs> when I, yeah. well, my, my take on the whole... Go ahead. Nah, I'm just saying, those two are dead at the end of Part 2. So, I mean, it takes a real leap of faith to see some minor scourge on... Oh, I love Loomis, and I'm, and I'm glad they went for... I'm glad they did what they did. But it takes a full leap of faith to suggest that those two didn't die at, at the end of Part 2. And I know these new movies wipe all of that clean, but, you know, these movies are always causing you to have to make huge leaps of faith and... Some of them are written better, and some of them are not written as good. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> my my take on the, the whole under under the cave thing. I thought that Mike Michael was like transforming his evil into the kid because he knew he was going to die, right? Because that's, that's what they're portraying him as a weak ass character. So I took it as he gave him whatever to have him go out there, and but. I just found it odd to find Michael teaming up with somebody. And I took that kill. I took it as they both went to that house together. And and Michael, you know, he took care. The kid took care of the guy. And then Michael took care of the woman once the kid Yeah, exactly. Up. And what's the deal so in this scene, I took, too, with Corey putting his hand on the glass? Like, you know, he unwraps yeah. his hand. And put mm-hmm. it on the glass. Like, what, what? What does that mean? Like, hey, look, I'm I am bleed. Like what? I'm with, you know, I'm here with you. Like, you know, because he was always like, "Show me, Michael." You know. I always took and Michael, it that Michael showed him how to do it flawlessly. I always took it that you know he just kind of uh, like reawakened Michael's like not ability to kill, but like his like enjoyment of it, and he's just kind of like. I'm going to follow this kid. I'm going to see where he takes me. Well, oh, man, I don't need... Oh, man, that's not Michael Myers. <laughs> right, that was like the <laughs> Batman and Robin part of the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. pretty much. At the yeah. beginning, we had Joni Love Chachi. Now we got Batman and Robin. And then we have a Halloween movie. <laughs> that's how I look at it. Like, hey, so he... If I had he they went on this Robin, kill we'll, together. We'll love it, though. They, they, oh, they yeah, went no. on this kill together. And then Corey decides we're gonna blow this cla- this clap town with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna like I'm gonna kill all my enemies first. So he goes, he beats up Michael, <laughs> he takes the guy's mask. <laughs> now this is the part where this is the part where it actually links with the other ones where Michael is connected to this fucking mask. So that finally made him decide he's gonna leave the sewer and do his thing, which I think was pretty pretty fun part of it there, but. This Corey as Michael, I think he did a pretty scary job going around town killing all of his bullies. Mm. Uh, honestly, I wish that he had. You, you know that like weird ass clown mask that he was wearing. Yeah, I wish he'd yeah. kept that on, like as his killer mask, and not gone with the whole. It's, you a, know, it's, a, it's a scarecrow, by the way. Scarecrow, clown, whatever, you know. <laughs> well, whatever it was, it was kind of creepy, and it made yeah. you know it made him different, as opposed to just trying to emulate. My- I, but, well, that, that's one thing too. When, when Corey says, "You got something I need," 
Why does he need the mask, though? Because he's going going after Lori. Because he was like, you say you're just a friend. <laughs> you got something I, I, I need. <laughs> I think he felt. Uh, I think he felt that uh, that that was. Uh, that's where the power came from. That's that's that was the source, and he could tap into that and be all that much more. I think he he felt a connection, or or at least he thought, you know, if I have that mask on, I am I am the one now unstoppable. I am the one that's going to. What we see is a very 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 vulnerable Corey who is not ever going to be the shape because he is not the shape. Mm. Thank you. He stole that mask. He sealed his fate. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. Well, you don't go around stealing people's stuff to begin with. (laughs) (laughs) And again, this is the third movie of the series, and this is the third odd way that Michael ended up in Laurie's path, right? Mm. Yeah. It's this sort of thing. I. I I understand the argument that people say, you know, that, you know, it's not a good third piece to the trilogy. And you know what? I, I get that. Because, you know what? You know, it it isn't. But I still think it's a really enjoyable movie, just as a standalone movie. Well, it's not. That's the problem. <laughs> oh, if it was a standalone movie, I'd be on your side. But it's, it's exactly. not exactly end of yeah. the trilogy, and exactly. you just don't end something that could possibly be the end of Michael Myers forever. We don't know. I mean, we, it, I'm pretty no sure it's way. not. No, but you Malika never know. Right? would you never, never let that happen. And for them to market it the way they did as the end of all ends, I mean, yeah, he's fucking neat. So yeah, he's pretty done. But you know, I'm sure they'll find a way. Yeah. But it's just you don't. I just was very disappointed and angered, like he said about how they decided to do it this way. I'm glad you guys enjoyed the change and whatnot. And you actually, guys, you both had reasons where most people just say, I enjoyed they broke the formula, which, you know, to me, I don't like. But at least you guys had opinions about it. So I respect that. I'm oh, yeah. not one of my movies that I'm going <laughs> to rush back to watch. Well, this is one of those movies, you know, they come around every now and then where it's, it seems to be people either love it or hate it. I, I don't see much middle ground. Most people are either like it's it's like it's like one out of ten. It's it's like horrible, and every and other people are like you know it's like eight or nine or ten. You know I I don't see much middle ground with this. But like I said, if it wasn't for the fact that this movie is Halloween hands. And what it what it's literally supposed to mean, you know, Halloween hands, right right there in the title and the advertisement and shit, and Jamie Lee Curtis and you know, and the, the two movies we got before, I would probably feel different about it. To mm. take Michael out of this movie and maybe just you know he died in kills, like I said, and it's just this kid who's obsessed with. Michael would have been better, if you ask me. That, yeah, that he's is so obsessed with Michael that he starts dating the daughter, the granddaughter of Michael's main attack person, right? It would have been so, perfect. 
that, that would, yeah, I, I got to admit, there are ways that this could that it could have been made better. You know, honestly, like, uh, like, like you said before, if you'd had the Corey character in the other movies, maybe as like someone who was just, you know, following the case or something and, and had a bit of an obsession or something. I, that, I agree. That could work. I mean, and it's a, it's one of those things that's it's almost like a missed opportunity. You know what this feels like, honestly? It feels like there should be a movie in between. There or a movie in between kills and ends, and in or that do movie, a two parter. Yeah, yeah, but they should have intru- they should have introduced Corey more earlier, probably. I think, and made it that like there's more of a either more of a connection to Michael, or literally he finds Michael and like kills him. Well, you know when it, it, you know the saying, uh, uh, "Too uh, too little, too late." Mm. Well, this time around, it's too much, too late. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know what? Why, why did Michael can... even drag him into the tunnel to begin with? Like he he fell off the bridge, he dragged him in there, and he didn't. Yeah, kill he him. had no idea. Like he, he waited in hiding for him. Like, why would well, he that... do that? That old yeah. bump, didn't that old bump say, uh, you know, that, because uh, the bump questions him, you know, he drags people in there all the time and they never come out, but you're the first one to come out. Why? Yeah. Well, why is this bum still alive to begin with? Because he doesn't right, go in there. living right there, right? <laughs> he knows what's going on. He's like, I'm staying away from that shit. Well, he's <laughs> like, what, 20 meters away or some shit? He, he's I the mean, magical he, distance. He's the bum, even the bum wants the mask because he wants Corey to go back in there and get it because he thinks he's, he's Michael Myers. Hold, hold on a second. <laughs> a second. What if he is Michael Myers? Nah. <laughs> Michael <doesn't laughs> there you go. So. They're going to bring him back to the next movie. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, like, what if he, he actually is? What if the, the person we think is Michael Myers from the from the past three movies isn't. No, what if, Mike, no, what if Michael got away in part one and has been hiding there since part one? Okay, but that's and not what this, we thought. This is another killer. Okay, he, but we don't know that. It's implied in no fucking way, so no. Exactly, but hey, it would be interesting. You know, I was just thinking, uh, I was just thinking, it, 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 we'll never know exactly until we get uh, new releases with commentary tracks and everything else with some sort of discussion about why they did, why they did, if they're honest enough. But, you know, if they had any real idea at the end of Kills that the third part that we get right now is where they were headed, I think, you know, a really nice, easy fix would have been, you know, when they beat, at the end of Kills, when they beat him down into the ground and he's basically, for all intents and purposes, a dead person, you know, you have the, you know, maybe some other police swarm in, everyone's, you know, attention is, you know, drawn away for a moment, and then suddenly someone realizes, crap, he's gone. And that's the movie. Movie ends. And now at least it makes a little bit sense why he's just been hiding out underneath the town for the last four years. Yeah. Well, of course, because we, we would get an explanation, which we don't have. Yeah. I mean, maybe Halloween Ends is really needing a director's cut. Well, there's 10 minutes more footage on the blue. 
and yeah, you never you, you never the trailer know. too. Yeah, that that ten minutes could explain. Think, yeah, you're right. There are some scenes in the trailer that we don't see in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot. There's a lot in the trailer, and there is that alternate ending. Well, apparently the there's like four or five endings. Varying do, in, in darkness. It one. Like, I know the director said like the, they're they're varying levels of like darkness. The one they ended up going with was kind of like a an opera. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not opp- opportunistic. Uh, means like, kind of like a happier ending. Oh, what's that word? Well, one way or another, for me, it's not a happy ending. The movie was trash. So. <laughs> Other ones apparently were much darker, so I'm guessing probably Michael and Lori ended up killing each other, which honestly I was expecting and I was kind of hoping for. I would have liked to have seen, you know, her go out and take him with her. Like that would be, you know, the end of her story because she's dead. The end of his story because she took him with her. But can I ask you, Something though. Mm-hmm. Why would you go out of your way to introduce Corey and you know the whole you know evil is contagious type of shit and mm-hmm. just to kill him off and kill Michael too? Well, I, honestly, I think you know Corey ending up dead was just what was going to happen. He, w- I think he was written as a sacrificial character, you know, and I think probably, truth be told, if they'd actually gone full dark with an ending, this well, let's put it this way. If I'd been doing this movie, this is what I would have done. I would have had, you know, Corey kill himself, you know, the girl girlfriend come in, see what's going on, freak out, run out. Michael shows up, Laurie and Michael fight, they kill each other, then the granddaughter comes back, she sees everything, she picks up the mask, and she walks out. And the idea well, would be... Well, I was kind of expecting that, because, I mean, Allison was a tr- one of the worst written characters in this trilogy, I think. She lost her mother, and now she, she's got, and like... Dad. Red, and her dad. Red flags on top of red flags when it comes to Corey. And she's like, no, he's a sweet kid and shit. Like, come on. Come on, dude. I, 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 this movie, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm, I'm brilliant, but dude, come on. I mean, this movie really takes us for complete dumbasses. Well, hey, Will, Will, let me ask you a question. Because both David Gordon Green and Rob Zombie both dealt with the issue of trauma. Who did it better? Rob in H2 or uh, or Gordon Green in uh, the latter part of his trilogy? Rob, Rob H2. <laughs> Thank you. I thought, I thought it was brilliantly done compared. Yeah. It's real. I mean, yeah. I mean... To see where Annie and Lori's character go, I mean, that was real, how they flipped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they stay, you know, after what they, they, they live. And that, that's exactly what my problem is with ends. 
like uh, after what they went through on Halloween night, you know, uh, in Rob Zombie's uh, Halloween, uh, it makes sense for him to to go batshit fucking crazy and have like, uh, you know, it was a traumatic experience and have anxiety and shit, and basically lose their mind over it, and. You know, they think Michael is dead, but they're not sure. When it comes to ants, everybody knows Michael's not dead. They never found him. They never... And everyone's living their life like everything's cool and chill. Man, it pisses me off, honestly. Dude, dude, I have it. I just remembered a line from the remake of House on Haunted Hill. What can drive a sane person crazy could drive a crazy person sane. Well, that's pretty much what happened. I, I think it kind of with is. Me. And this movie. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I mean with Laurie. I mean, I'm think sure. about it. There you go. I wonder, though, you know, like all like the trauma of like 2018 and kills leading up to the up to the fact that she spent 40 years like preparing for it and it still turned out that way maybe she just you know maybe she became sane because there was nowhere else to go Meh. I gotta go take a piss anyway <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't trip over the cat I'll be right back please trip over the cat <laughs> that was one of the funniest moments ever that really was like, you boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh yeah! <laughs> Excuse me. Have uh, either of you watched uh, the new Terror Train remake? Yeah. Is it any good? Uh. Let me. All right. I've heard it pretty much shot for <laughs> it, shot remake. It is. It, it's nothing pretty. It, it's all all shot for shot, pretty almost exactly. Like some of the dialogue is new new age wokeness, you know. Oh yeah, of kinda, course. Yeah, you because know, they gotta, you know, put, gotta put that in there. But um, <laughs> it just it, it wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It was just not needed. I guess. I mean, it's literally shot for shot. They changed the ending up a tweak. There's a little bit of a twist at the ending, but if you're watching the movie, you can figure that out pretty, pretty quick. But yeah. like the the only thing they, they did for me that they made Doc even more of an asshole than they didn't than he was in the first movie, which is pretty impressive. But <laughs> yeah, that, that takes me, some skill just, there. It just wasn't needed. Like it was, it felt a waste of time. Really, just you know, I watched it and it's like I felt nothing after it. I, I was like, wow, like, I just couldn't believe how even the dialogue was pretty much the same. Like, you know, it was just amazing. Like, <laughs> these guys couldn't have wrote a different movie. Well, who knows? I'm actually thinking of maybe watching Change it up a I, little bit. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's worth to watch the guards a lot better than the original. Oh, they nice. Actually, most of it, most of it looked like it was practical effects. There's some CGI in there, but the guard, you know, the guard was pretty good. But uh, nice. the costumes, compared to the ones in, they were generic. Like, there's a lizard costume in this one. It looks like it was made out of paper compared to, like, when the guy <laughs> the guy in the 80s looked like a real lizard, you know? Yeah. Like, it looked yeah. like a real rubber costume. So, you know, kind of, some of that's kind of fucked up. But 
I, I won't watch it anymore. If I want to watch Terror Train, I'll watch the original. It's and that's not that. just because I'm, you know, it, it's one of my all-time favorite movies, but just this movie just felt not needed. Like, if it was good, I would, you know, I would have enjoyed it, but... Kind of like the cycle like remake. Said, yeah, exactly. Kind of, why why bother if you're going to do that, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I like the Hellraiser that they just put out. I thought that was pretty good. I loved it. For I loved a, it. A, a remake-type movie or reimagining whatever they're doing with it. I thought it was yeah. good. I that's dug what, it, too. That's what this movie should have done. <laughs> the characters are even the same names. They even changed the names. They're the same same names on all the characters. <laughs> they gender swap. They gender swapped some, you know, like like the the train the train conductor is a female in this movie, and you oh. know, they, the they, they you know swapped different you know races or whatever for different characters, but it was all they kept the same names. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about the Terror Train remake. Well, oh yeah, that was it. I haven't seen it yet. You know, I'm actually probably yeah. going to watch it tonight. But we've there are come to, the, things to watch. Yeah, we, we've come to the conclusion it was kind of pointless because it's well, the same movie. Shot for shot, the same as the first one. Interesting for thing. A twist at the end. Tomorrow night, I'm going to see the thing in the theater. Oh. oh. Nice. Yeah. You know, that's a good... Uh, what did you guys think about this is the first Halloween film that uh, instead of showcasing the thing from another world, they showcase the 82 version of the thing? I love that. I thought that yeah. was just such was a great cool. little throwback, you know? Yep. And the funny thing is, if you just left that kid alone to watch that movie, probably nothing in Halloween Ends would have happened. Now, what a brat this little dude, too. He deserved everything he got. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he could have done worse, <laughs> honestly. I mean, uh, I was kind of hoping, like, maybe, like, Michael would have come in and, like, stabbed him or something. But you Exactly. Know. That was actually a pretty good a pretty good opening. Like, I was sitting there expecting to see Michael. And the tension yeah. was there, too, because you didn't know, you know, you, Michael you killed that kid in 2018. So, you know, there's nothing <laughs> to say he wouldn't have been in that house and killed that kid. So the tension yeah. was there for that scene. And even the way it ended was pretty good, but yeah. Oh, tell me, you know, what did you comes... think? What did you think though about the fact that uh, the black woman from Kills survived? Impossible, <laughs> right? I mean, I, I just, carotid artery. Yeah, exactly. And you see the, you know, he went to town on her husband, but somehow she yeah. survived. Yeah, I, 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 I thought that was, <laughs> I thought that was. But she was, she was still conscious, though, if I remember right, in Kills, because she was oh, watching. Oh, yeah, she didn't show her die, but yeah, right, but she I was didn't... still there. But you would assume that he put, I mean, he stuck that thing in her carotid artery and pulled it back out after. Oh, you yeah. I figured yeah. she would have bled out by the time, you know, he left I the house. I just always thought, you know, after what he'd done to the husband, why didn't he go out of his way to finish her off? I think it's more painful for her to bleed out. Could be. And, and she saw, you know, she witnessed what he did to the husband, too. Yeah. Oh, so he here's to the be a, a world-famous comedian, by the way. Oh, there you go. From Boston. His name's Lenny Clark. <laughs> so here's the thought. What did you think in Halloween Ends of the way they killed Michael? 
Well, he was already. Well, I think it's the the way they disposed of the body was cool, but the way he died, meh. See, I love the way he died because you know they've done all this other stuff. They've shot him, you know. They've like you know all things that would normally kill persons. This time it was literally, essentially, we're gonna crucify you to this table and just slit your wrists and let you. Yeah, li- but little little do you know, it was a paramedic, my dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the next movie it'll be Will on the table. <laughs> oh man! And I have to admit, I I did dig the, you know, the the car grinder. I mean, like like I said, I told you Will when I first saw it. There's no question at the end of this movie, he is dead. Oh, for sure. You know, like there there's no coming back from that. Um. I almost wish. How how can I put this? Think of uh, the ending of um, the Friday the Thirteenth remake. Mm. You know where they got kind of like the, the woodcutter there, and like he's like they're they're kind of getting him in like a, like a fight type scene. No, they, they gave they gave him like yeah. a hair thought in this movie. What they yeah. were they expecting? Exactly, but you know. I almost kind of wish that ends had ended there, like in that place, and like a fight had been happening there, and you know, then you know what? If she'd jumped on Michael and they both fell in the wood, not wood chipper, but you know, in the the grinder, she could pick stick her hand up with a thumb like the end of Terminator. Yeah, go go down. <laughs> Honestly, you're safe, Allison. <laughs> Honestly, la vista, I, Michael, I'd I'd be down for that. Not the ending I'd be down for, but I honestly believe you know Laurie should have died. She should have died killing Michael, and then it would have given a true, a true ending to that to that story and that relationship. I like I like too the, the one thing I liked about the ending is uh you know when you see shots inside the house and there's no breathing yeah you know, it's kind of like like the first one did but without the or the mask, yeah. you, know? mask you see the mask on the table yeah why would you why would <laughs> anyone the see the mask though <laughs> well don't you know it's a trophy maybe Allison's gonna yeah. come home and become Michael in the next movie. Yeah, she's, she's got to bring the mask to call Reed. It's a silver like, shamrock yeah. mask. No, yeah. man, you know what's going to happen when it's done? You know, you know, uh, Allison's going to walk in, and she's going to open her fridge, and she'll have Corey's head sat in the fridge. Nah, you know, you know Allison is with, like, like a, at the, the hospital. On top of it. Allison is like at the hospital, like, bedside to Corey and shit. Yeah, probably. No, yes, he, somehow he get, survived this. Get his DNA. I want to have his neck. <laughs> <laughs> How did you survive, Corey? I work out every day. <laughs> Strong neck muscles. You know, my wife made an interesting observation. Uh, I said, well, it's done, honey. It's finally done. And she's like, uh, no, it's not. I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, Allison's going to have Corey's baby, and that baby is going to be... Oh, dude, I thought about that, too. (laughs) (laughs) 
honestly, <laughs> it's probably the right the way it's coming back. I wouldn't mind that. Honestly, sure. I mean, I well, yeah. I mean, think of it. It could be the perfect setup now for the the beginning of the original Halloween when Michael goes and kills his sister. Think about that. Now, flash forward, say you know, eight or nine years. Her oh, kid oh, has oh, been born. Oh. The son of Corey is now born, and he pulls the same thing. Well, yeah, it, it would be shit. I think it, I think it could work, honestly. I mean, <clears throat> though, admitted, you know, Corey would always go down. And, you you know. You know that they're like, Corey was killed by Michael Myers. You know they're good. That's the the card that they'd play. They'd make yeah. it that like everyone believes. Oh, Corey was, was like a, a victim. victim. Yeah, and yeah. this was Michael that did everything. I could see that. I, I could see that. I, I got. I I got an interesting question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Regardless, regardless of where you may or may not stand with Rob Zombie's two entries, without those two entries, this trilogy probably would not exist right now. So my question is, is this trilogy as it is better for Rob Zombie's two movies, or is it worse because of his two, of his two movies? Because his fingerprints are all over this trilogy. Yeah, they are. So I wonder, is this trilogy worse for those two movies, or would it have been, or are they better? I think they're better for it, because, I mean, you know. I think they're better, too. No, I I love the fact that Rob brought in kind of like the extreme violence. (laughs) And it's something I really... Well, in this movie, there's not much extreme violence. No, but that would, dude. Tell me that you can't tell me that the scene with the the DJ with the tongue that that couldn't have been in a Rob Zombie movie. And honestly, I think it's the only good kill of the movie. I don't know, man. I mean, uh, I kind of liked seeing those bratty kids get killed. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, but it's nothing special. It's nothing, you know. I just, uh, when he lit that blowtorch up on that one poor kid, man, I, I, I don't know why, but I started thinking about Friday Five for some reason. Yeah, yeah but it was, it was kind of out of focus. Out of focus, you know. The camera was focusing on, you know, the girl under the, 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 fence. the fence, yeah. I liked her reaction, though. The fact that it was like, um, he's like... You're he dead, ki- too? Like, he killed everybody. He's like... But like everyone's dead, and she's like, "So are you?" <laughs> yeah. I was just like, "Yeah, yeah." Honestly, anyway, this is going to be kind of twisted, but I w- I want to believe that he used that like blowtorch to like, you know, that he like somehow cut off his head with it. I always remember uh, an episode of uh, I don't know if it was like NCIS or something like that, where someone was talking about like someone who cut off another guy's head with a plasma cutter. And I just kind of think, you know, I, I, I would have liked to have seen, you know, if Corey had been twisted. 
Yeah, and but one thing that doesn't make sense too when we who 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 in their right mind would go bully bully someone they think is a fucking murderous psychopath. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Well, they think he's a psychopath, but they think he's like essentially like a harmless psychopath. No, a pedophile too. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, who's afraid of a pedophile? No one. I'd, I'd beat one of them down in a heartbeat. I, I, you know, it wouldn't. You know, it, it would never cross your mind yeah, that they could actually yeah, be a threat. No, but it doesn't make sense. Because they, they say that he's like a murderous psychopath, that he killed a young kid and shit. You don't go bully someone that killed someone. I wouldn't go bully someone that killed someone, personally. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, kids kids are stupid. Well, yeah, but kids, aren't they really kids, though? They're like, what, 20? They're, they're like, they're supposed to be like, uh, they're not old enough to drink. So... 17? 17 or 18, yeah. You know, I mean... Yeah, 30 year olds playing 17 year olds. Yeah, well, that's that's a given, <laughs> you know. I mean, that, that always happens. <laughs> I think that one kid probably has the worst haircut I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> oh, that's... Yeah, that... That is the, a haircut. The mullet? Yeah. That, that's, that's, what haircut, that's the haircut I would expect from a Rob Zombie film. <laughs> they needed Kyle Gallner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there, man. Uh, there's uh, one thing, too. Uh, what's the deal with this old man, like, hitting on Allison? You mean the cop guy? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, I mean, yeah, he came off, I don't think he was supposed to come off that old, but he came off like he was like, you know. A pedophile. Well, kind of. Mulaney, came, right? You never fuck with well, a Mulaney. Yeah, he came off like he was like, you know, like 47 hitting on like a, like a, like a 17 year old or something. Yeah. I know that's not the case, but you know, it certainly looks that way. And he's a cop acting like that in a fucking diner. Like, like well, well, well. <laughs> That's not yeah, necessarily... It was really yeah. fucking weird, too. And I was like, was there anything between those two ever? I, I think it I think it was hinted at that there... The yeah. Relationship <laughs> or hinted at it, for sure, yeah. Honestly, the thing is... Th- this is the case where that character should have been how can i put this you remember the the boyfriend in kills who ended up getting wrecked mm-hmm. you know and completely his head crushed and everything yeah by a week uh, 70 something <laughs> <laughs> yeah the poor guy <laughs> you know that his character should have been that cop character they shouldn't they should have not killed him off and just Made it, made him the. Uh, you know, just your everyday normal seventeen-year-old ex-boyfriend. You know, exactly. <laughs> not, not, not a oh, Lee Moy. You know, yeah. He'd be around twenty-one at that point, wouldn't he? So he he could have been a cop. You know, I mean, it's just no, he looks like he's fifty, and I was watching this shit. Now. What? Yeah, I mean, he really does seem. Way too old. Oh yeah, what he 
Corey like uh, basically uh, like tells him to fuck off and shit, and he goes like back to, to his buddy, and they're like, oh, "You want him? Uh, you want us to be, kick his ass?" <laughs> they're like fucking <laughs> six feet, <laughs> and Corey's like seventeen. Yeah, man. So, <laughs> I'm curious. I'm curious. You know, I was just thinking. You know, one one of the one of the regrets in terms of characters in this whole trilogy arc that I really regret being maybe the most underutilized, and that is Sheriff Barker. Yeah, really. Ever yeah, since yeah. we found him in eighteen, I really, really thought maybe he was going to be like if erratic, you know, at least something like that. You know, he was going to kind of take center stage and. And I thought we would see him more in kills, and maybe he could have had a really strong role in in the last part. I just don't understand what happened to his character, because every time you see him on screen as little as you do, he seems to bring a presence Mm -hmm. of some sort of authority. And I just don't understand how they just never used him. It's true. There was no no plan. I think no. I I I think I think it's kind of like this Star Wars sequel trilogy. They went movie to movie without like a pre-planned story. Yeah, it it really really stinks like something like this too. You know how non-cohesive you know this trilogy can be. You know, we have now three writers, I think, for hands. You know, and it shows too many cook in the kitchen. At, you know, and it's, it's so disjointed with little things like that to begin with and bigger things like we discussed. Mm. Anyway, fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, I still love it. I'm gonna buy the Blu-ray the day it comes out. Uh, I'm still super fucking disappointed. I'm gonna buy it because I'm a completist. Mm-hmm. That's it. Three times was enough, if not too much for me. Yeah. Hey, hey, but the Blu-ray will have more stuff on it, so you got to sit down and watch. Oh, well, you know, I'm gonna check it out. I'm probably gonna check the commentary too, but mm-hmm. yeah, it will it will be interesting. It will be interesting to hear what the director has to say. But hopefully, hopefully, hopefully he doesn't. Do. I just Y'all, hope he, he has the experience I had. He hasn't given one commentary yet, has he? Uh, he? He had one for kills. Did he? Yeah, but it was uh, with you know. There was there was this boring. Jamie Lee Curtis war. was on it. Which was super fucking boring. Yeah. Honestly, I'd like to hear a commentary just by the director of ends. As long as you don't have Jamie Lee Curtis on it again. I gotta, I gotta give one thing though to the whole Korea character. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roja and Campbell did a fantastic job. I gotta give credit where credit is due. Mm-hmm. Did a damn good job. Yeah. And the score, the score, score. Well, as always, I mean, it's John Carpenter, Cody Carpenter, and um, 
Oh, what's the other one? Uh, Random uh, Guy B. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not a carpenter, though. Not a carpenter uh, doesn't really matter. Yeah, but great score. And, um, you know, that's pretty much what I... Man, this movie is a 4 out of 10 for me, so... For me, I, I've said it before, it, for me, it's a 10 out of 10. I thoroughly enjoy this movie. You're fucking insane. I might be, but I really like it. Okay, let's do a round table of, uh, you know, our rating, and let's go to the ranking. Uh, well, if y'all are done with talking about this movie, if you want to. Well, I, I do have one last question. Go it was it. just a thought I had. Uh, if you guys noticed that, you know, with Carpenter, you know, the, you know, in terms of the nature of evil, it's always been about nature. With Rob, of course, it was about nurture. And here in Ed's, it's almost blurry. It was almost kind of like a discussion of both. That's true. Sort of weird. Well, yes, yes. Uh, I agree, agree. Uh, I mean, Corey getting bullied and shit. And he gets pushed to his limit, I guess. So... <laughs> But the Plus problem is, again, think about that, how abusive his mother was. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she touches him in a weird way, that one scene. It just, it just, or no, does she kiss him or something? It's just weird, that whole. Oh, the lips, right? Was it the, the one guy, I mean, the guy that was acting as sort of his uh, uh, male parent figure, he wasn't his father, was he? I don't no, think so. stepfather. Step, step out, of yeah. 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 But that was that. He cared weird. about him. Yeah, he did. The way he died was stupid too. It, 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 he get shot? He shot by someone who is, you know, some random. Yeah, by that douchebag in the band. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that would have been a neat moment, like if that had happened, and if Corey in the Michael mask. Had like bent down and like showed some like kind of like sadness and then went after the guy. That could no, have been he, it would have been a neat little character moment. No, the only hard on he had was for Allison, I guess. Oh, and Michael. <laughs> he had a real yeah. hard on. Oh, oh yeah, Michael too. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, for me, uh four out of ten. Uh, rewatchability. Uh, uh, it's like a two. I'm sorry, but it's like a two. <laughs> uh, buy a rent. I would buy it because I'm a Halloween fan and I need every single last item that's got a Halloween <laughs> font <laughs> on it. So yep. yeah, I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, for me, ten out of ten. I enjoyed it. Uh, rewatchability is like you know. Nine out of ten. I thoroughly enjoyed watching it. I wasn't going to watch it again. And uh, buy a rent, definite buy day one for me. Okay, you're wrong, but next. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to go five out of ten. It's just in the middle of the road for me. It had some good stuff, but that's a lot of bad stuff. A few good things I enjoyed. Um, rewatchability. 
not much. <laughs> I'm not gonna really watch it. I gotta watch it, you know, this week again from my show, and then I don't just don't see myself grabbing this off the shelf. I mean, well, I'm gonna buy it because, like he will said, gotta have every copy of every movie they make. But <laughs> I don't see myself grabbing it off the shelf very often at all. So no rewatchability for me. Mm. What about um, you, Rob? Well. Yeah, you know, this discussion has really made me think really a lot about this. I'm probably, I still think for me, for very, I think the possibilities of what this this whole trilogy could have been, I'm going to say it's for me, at least at the moment, it's, uh, and I may come down, or I don't know, but I'm going to give it a Are you saying we made you change your mind a bit? No, I'm not. I'm I'm, I'm saying I wasn't really sure where I was going to be, but I want to say at least it's got too many good things going about it for me. Eight out of ten. I'm going to say eight out of ten. um, Probably the the character uh, just being so character-driven in in any of them just really did a lot for me. Uh, Rewatchability actually is really high. I I just dug it. I, I just I just dug the vibe of it, and so I probably yes I will definitely buy because I do not not own a Halloween movie out there. I probably have more copies of H two than anyone, but uh, <laughs> uh, you know I, I Halloween. I mean, of course I'm gonna you, you gotta buy it. Um, and yeah. I don't know. I think this is gonna be. In some ways, yeah, like uh, the three and the fives of the world, and I think uh, it's it's gonna grow on people with time. But I think I, maybe the novelization is gonna help. Uh, that might help. It might, uh, yeah. And uh, so I think with time and oh, John scores out of this freaking world. I think eighteen is the strongest for me personally, but uh, I think his score and what he does with his son Cody, I just there, there's a lot to like. And uh, but then there's a lot to there's there's a lot to be found wanting, unfortunately. Mm. One question though: What did everyone think of uh, "Don't Don't Fear the Reaper" playing at the end? I loved it personally. Cliche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only well, would better if they played Mister Sandman, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I stayed for the entire credit run, hoping maybe. A few of those songs, but uh, was the only one. Um, oh, okay. I have to say, I think in terms of end credits, I really think uh, in terms of uh, music selection or score, I think uh, Rob's remake 07 is has got the best uh, uh, end credits in terms of right to the very final uh, made in Georgia, of course. Uh, like <laughs> this one. This one was made in Georgia, so let's there yep. you go. Are it's we going to do our Haddonfield is in Georgia. Yeah. Are we going to go around and do rankings or uh, or, you know, or yeah. the whole franchise? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, who goes first? I can go first if you want. Okay, go for it. Uh, can anyone guess the... Let's try and guess the placement of ends. Oh, well, no, it doesn't work because Glenn said four. So. Yep. But okay, I'm gonna go. Uh, let me. Uh, okay, there it is. Okay, so first, number one, Halloween '78 for sure. Uh, 
Number two, Halloween 2, 81. Number three, Halloween 3. Number four, Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers. Both cuts. Mm -hmm. uh, number five, Halloween 4. Number six, H2O. <clears throat> number seven, Halloween Kills. Number eight, Halloween 18. Uh, number nine, Halloween, Rob Zombie. Number ten, Halloween 5. Number 11, Halloween Resurrection. Number 12, Halloween Hands. And number 13, H2, Rob Zombie. Wow. You have... <laughs> you, you have ends below Resurrection. <laughs> wow. I know that. that, that <laughs> yeah. That, that hurts. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> want, want me to go next? Yeah, if you want. Yeah, go for it. Uh, of course, 78 is number one. It, Halloween 2 is number two. This is where Will and I differ. I have 2018 as my number three. Then I have Halloween 3. And then I have Halloween Kills. <gasps> then I have H2O. Then I have 4, 5, and then Producers Cut, and then Curse. Then I have Halloween Ends. Then I have Rob Zombie Halloween. Halloween 2 from Rob Zombie. And then Resurrect Them. <laughs> I guess I'll go next. Uh, number one, I have Halloween. Number two, I have Halloween 2. Number three, I have Halloween 3. Number four, I have Halloween Ends. Number five is Halloween 4. Number six is uh, 2018. Number... That's six, right? Yeah. Number seven is uh, Curse. Number... Eight is Rob's first one. Uh, number nine is uh, H2O. Number ten is Halloween Kills. Number eleven is Halloween 2, the Rob, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Really, that should probably be lower, but, you know, that's just kind of where it ended up. Um, three, four, eight, nine, ten. Uh, number eleven is uh, Halloween 5. And number twelve is uh, Resurrection. All right, number one, of course. Well, 70. there's thirteen movies though. Four, eight. I forgot H two O. Oh, H two O is uh, just before uh, kills. Okay. Yeah. Okay, go on, Rob. <laughs> All right, uh, number one, of course, uh, the seventy eight, the uh, original Halloween, Halloween two from. Uh, from 80, 81, uh, of course, Halloween 3. We season. all have 80, uh, 1 and 2, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. 1 and 2. Yeah, we I was hoping we all have the first three, but um, three uh, seasons of The Witch. Uh, and then uh, I guess I'm diverting from most of you. Um, Rob's Halloween from 07, his Halloween are H2, then 5, then 4, then ends, then 18, then kills, then H2O, then resurrection, no, curse, and then resurrection. Interesting. Yep. I, so think, I think, you know, I think I, Halloween and Halloween 2 and Rob's two movies are two of the strongest in terms of continuity. Mm. You know, I, I mean, but 4, 5, 6 is, you know, is kind of an arc that's not as... Um, it's kind tight. of weird to say, but I think they're all enjoyable. <laughs> in their own way. Mm -hmm. 
some more, some less, but something. Yeah, Halloween is something that is so important yeah. to me. You know. Yeah. I can't really. You know, I love resurrection out of nostalgia and same shit for probably five. It's slow on my ranking, but I still love it, you know. Ends and H2 are the the two that I really have a problem with. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, they are the most kind of divisive of the series. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's be honest, though. How cool would it have been to have seen uh, the proper version of Resurrection that the director actually wanted to do? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, true that. Uh, give that me a second. So right cool. Yeah. Halloween Homecoming, you mean? No, no, I mean, the, the whole... His original idea was he was gonna... He wanted to make it like almost like a choose-your-own-adventure type thing. Hmm. Where you'd put in the disc, you'd start the movie... And when it got to the point where everyone had cameras on, you could follow any character. So if you oh. wanted to focus just on like I don't know this like the like the the redhead girl, you could yeah. stay with her all the time. So even after she died, you know you'd see like just like a still shot of like her, like what she'd be looking at, and you <laughs> could you could you could stay on that for the rest of the movie if you wanted. Damn, who'd. Well, that'd be a weird-ass movie. Yeah, no one would want to do that. But, you know, you could switch points of view as you were going, you know? So, yeah. essentially, every viewing of it would be different. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know, yeah, that that was the original... His original idea for the, you know, for the DVD slash Blu-ray. But I don't think it... it you know, I, maybe it just wasn't in the cards at the time. Yeah. Well, it'd be uh, hard to pull off. Probably not so much now with right, Blu-ray yeah. technology, but but back in like just the standard DVD day, I think uh, yeah, it would have been very difficult. I just think, wouldn't it be cool if you could just have a, a scene where um, you know, you just have it that you could spend the entire movie just watching like Buster Rhymes watching kung fu movies? <laughs> what do you think, Will? I just said, wouldn't it have been cool if you could have watched uh, Halloween Resurrection and you sp you could spend the entire movie just sat there watching Buster Rhymes watch Kung Fu movies? It would have been better. <laughs> probably, probably. Just instead of him trying to Kung Fu Michael Myers with the uh, Michael Myers with like the painted on eyebrows. Well, you know, again. Uh, Buster Rhyme Kung Fuing Michael Myers makes more sense than uh, an 80 pound kid. <laughs> so. I, I still wish to this day that in Resurrection we'd got to see what's her face get killed. Tyra uh, Banks? Yeah. I wish we could have seen her death scene. Like proper, I agree, <laughs> you know, she was such an annoying character. You just wanted her to, you know. All right, my boy. So let's wrap this up. It's been a pleasure. Um, yeah. Honestly, my opinion didn't really change, but I, I get 
some of your points, I gotta say. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, mm-hmm. where can we uh, find you, Rob? And where can we find you, Neil? Before we wrap this up, uh, VHS eighty two apostrophe of my channel, and of course, body bags. And the NFW podcast, the It's Not Horror OK podcast, and on the Facebook groups and all that good stuff. Nice. <laughs> so, happy Halloween, and until next time, see ya. See ya. Bye. Farewell and adieu to you fair Spanish ladies. Farewell and adieu you ladies of Spain. For we've received orders for to sail back to Boston. And so never more shall we see you again. Heheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheheh